0: This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi.
1: Welcome to All the Right Marketing, where we talk with business owners and industry leaders about marketing their programs and products, which are books. Our guests share tips that help other book lovers, whether you are a librarian, a bookseller, author, or publisher. The truth of the matter here is that the advice coming out of these conversations are for creative marketing across many different industries. Today, we have a guest who is literally about 20 minutes away from me, but we're staring at each other through a screen. Her name is Kat Harris. She's a Michigan children's book author and chronic illness advocate who loves talking about brains. She's also a huge fan of tacos, headbands, which she's wearing right now, coffee, and dogs. Not necessarily
0: in that order. Welcome, Kat. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Uh, It's funny that we live so close, and yet here we are meeting over Zoom. Oh, my good. Meeting
1: over Zoom. And you love to talk about brains And this is something that I just found to be so, so interesting and sad at the same time, but I love your perspective on it. You've had a migraine almost every day for 18 years.
0: That would be correct, yes. I had a pretty pivotal surgery when I was a teenager that led to me experiencing some severe side effects from antibiotics, which has led to chronic migraine. Um, So I pretty much always have a low to moderate grade migraine um, every single day with definitely full-blown attacks, Um, but they thankfully don't happen as much as they used to, which is good. That's fantastic. And for
1: anyone out there who has had a migraine, um, you can definitely start experiencing that empathy and how that must have been. And, you know, one of the best things about authentic children's literature is like in your situation, you've experienced it and you're creating content for children about your experiences. So let's jump in and talk about your journey into deciding to write a book.
0: Great. So, uh, I've been a writer and really an editor almost my entire career. Um, I actually primarily write for adults. I used to be a magazine editor in the parenting sphere, which is how I really fell in love with picture books because I used to review them. And so now it's really nice to be on the opposite side. Um, And I really feel passionately about writing what you know. And since I am chronically ill and also disabled, I feel like that's really my space to raise my voice and make a difference. There's also just like a really lack of representation um about health from people who actually live with the conditions i know we talk a lot about that and inclusivity and diversity disability is also a part of that Um, and so doing this has been so healing for me and has been a big part of my both creative professional but then also my personal journey as well
1: yeah tell us about you you don't just have one book tell us about your books
0: Okay, so um, my debut picture book was called Surgery on Sunday, and it's very sensory, emotional learning, both of my books are. It essentially details, um, it's a fictional story, but about a girl named Sunday who goes through the night before surgery, through surgery day, and a little bit into her recovery. Um, So that is by Warren Publishing, illustrated by Shane Crampton. And then my second book, which just came out in September, is called Migraine and Mia and it's a sensory experience of a migraine through all five senses. Um, Mia is really just a conduit for the migraine. You know, she doesn't have much of, of a plot, really. The migraine is the plot, um, oh. but it's really, yeah, it's really, really meant to be a tool for not only kids who experience migraine, but also for parents to use as a tool, which is something I've been hearing a lot in terms of how families are using it, which is that exciting. Is wonderful. You know, and
1: Are there other books about migraines? Because off the top of my head and being a book reviewer, you probably saw a need in the market
0: there's literally nothing there was a need drastic need in the market and yet no one was willing to take a chance on me and i i really do get it from a business perspective i think it's really important to acknowledge that publishing is a business publishers have to make money i totally get it but i think if a book doesn't exist that doesn't mean it shouldn't yeah that means it should and i i recognize that health especially the way i talk about it is quite niche um but the wild thing is is that the one in every 10 kids has had a migraine or has chronic migraine, which is like a a gigantic amount of kids. And I'm rating this one One in mm -hmm. every ten kids. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, the um, so I was really lucky. I collaborated with the American Migraine Foundation, and they included a fact sheet at the back of Migraine and Mia that I think really helps to highlight. Just like it's a really disabling and frequent condition, and yet it's so misunderstood. I think it's often swept under the rug, often glossed over. So I'm really excited to occupy that space. I also feel a lot of responsibility um, to people with migraine to do it justice. But so far, so good. That's wonderful,
1: and you know it. The fact that it's niche, um, I think there's another aspect to that. You know, a child who's in the classroom who has a friend who oftentimes gets, you know, they might call them headaches, they might not understand what migraine is. Well, it gives them exposure into what is it. And mm-hmm. like you said, you're going through the five senses. So it really offers that empathy. Like what would that feel like to be yep. like me? And what would that feel like to be my friend in the classroom? Um and I think a lot of what our world needs is empathy. We need to be able to understand each other. And when we take time to do that, we care more and we see mm-hmm. more kindness in the world.
0: Yeah. Definitely. I mean <laughs> the, the world has a gigantic vast amount of experiences, and I think uh, the reason why there's a lot of I'm, it, it, ignorance is not even the word I want to know, but if you've never experienced something or if you've never had an actual peek into the way other people live, you'll never really understand it. Mm-hmm. And books are just such a perfect tool for opening conversation and yes, creating empathy as well. Absolutely, you know, talking about marketing, do you um work with influencers? Because I, I yeah. I do. Yeah. Um, so because I'm chronically ill and disabled, it turns out I can't do much out in the real world. And COVID has really complicated that for me as well. But Instagram is like the most incredible place for picture books. I had no idea until Surgery on Sunday began. And I think influencers and bookstagrammers and also the chronic illness advocacy world, which is really, really big on Instagram, it's been like a wonderful collection of people.
1: So how are you connecting with these people? Are you searching
0: hashtags or
1: tell us like how you really get started? I
0: would I would say I, I follow a bunch of hashtags so there's kidlet kids art bookstagram children's books picture books are my jam. Um it turns out a lot of a lot of influencer obviously uses those well-known hashtags. I also um I read just a lot of well, I read, I don't know, I guess, picture book blogs, but things that have been shared elsewhere. I listen to podcasts, um, reading with kids. I I like to listen to that and and learn about books and therefore go and find it. Um, I also hear about them from other authors. So other authors they featured or maybe someone I know in publishing. But um, I really, I think the main thing though I want to emphasize is that it's really important to build authentic relationship with influencers. Mm, they like can that. tell they can be, they can tell when you're being disingenuous, and ninety eight percent of the time, they're doing the work for free. Um, really, all they get out of it is free books and also community. I know that community is really important for them. They love interacting with readers and other families and other influencers. But I think it's very obvious to them when they're being approached purely out of publicity. Um, and I think that's actually like something that I wish more authors understood, this idea that if you put yourself out there and you give someone their book, your book, they don't have to like it and they don't have to review it and that's okay. Um, and that's, that's mm-hmm. kind of kind of hard to come to terms with, but I think because I've been on the editorial side, you just can't publish or review or spotlight everything. And I also think like you want the reviews to be genuine. Like if someone likes my book, I wanna know they like it, but if they don't like it, I I don't necessarily want to hear how much they don't like it, but I also don't want to read like read them waxing poetic. Exactly. You don't want to hear fluff. Exactly. No. That's, so when
1: you're building authentic relationships, is this happening in the comment section? Is this happening in the DMS or is it happening outside of Instagram? Maybe, um, through coffee checks, chats on zoom, or tell us a little bit more about building those relationships
0: And all for me all on Instagram. So either through comments or DMS, a couple of emails, I have a quick story that I would just love to illustrate wow. the beauty of bookstagram. Okay. So when surgery on Sunday first came out, I connected with a bookstagrammer, um, believe the handle is kids love books. I know her as Tess. Um, She's based in Australia and I had sent her my book and she loved it and reviewed it. And we ended up creating a really nice camaraderie over DM checking in with each other a lot. Well, she was approached by the office of the Duchess of York, Sarah Ferguson, whose, whose secretary was essentially like, I would love you to make three recommendations for picture books because during the pandemic, the Duchess is doing story times. So she recommended my book I got to send it to her royal office and she did a story time and it was so fun and that wouldn't have happened without me developing a relationship with Tess and um, it was just it that was like the coolest thing to happen because I've actually never never done a reading in person like I've never been able I've never seen my book in a bookstore because I'm so having to stay so stay so close to home Yeah. so that was something so beautiful to come out of this whole thing so but to, bookstagram is real.
1: <laughs> if, if I go back in your Instagram, I wonder, can I see pictures of it? Are oh, there... yes.
0: You can see pictures of it. I can send you the YouTube link. <gasps> send me the YouTube link. That's... Yes. Put she, it in the she, um, so she's still doing them. I don't think she's doing them as frequently. During 2020, she did one every single day, which I thought was pretty amazing, but she makes like a set. Sometimes she does that go along with the books for mine she had like medical play medical equipment and then um a main character in surgery on Sunday is an octopus called Octavia who appears all throughout the book um, it's kind of like uh sunday's comfort item and she had a stuffed octopus it was just like it was it was really cool it, it was, was really your exciting. life co- it was your book coming to life in
1: it was a royal,
0: yes in a royal
1: situation which is yeah. really exciting that's great and yeah. we so link, um we will link to that reading in the show notes so please sure. keep that information. That's wonderful. So, you know, we're talking right now about your books, and I do have to just ask one clarifying question. Did you say Warren Publishing published your first yes. book? I know yes. Mindy.
0: Oh, also published My Game Mia. Yeah, so, Mindy ah. is the best. I'm going to have to reach out to her. That's awesome. Okay. So, side yes. note, side note. Um, tell us how we can learn more about your books. Where are your books available? Okay. So my main website is catwritesforyou.com, cat with the K, and then um, available wherever books are sold. I sell signed copies on my website. Um, and then my main Instagram is where I'm, as you know, mostly active and my handle is XO cat. Fantastic. Do you have any last um, messages for our listeners today? Yes. I would just say that keep believing in your books and keep pushing them don't be too pushy but like believe in your ideas and believe they'll find the right audience they are out there it's been a very long journey for me to get this point so many people told me that my stories didn't matter that they didn't have value they were well written but there was no audience and that is just not true because if you're writing it there is an audience so just keep keep reaching for it it'll happen Oh, that's fantastic. You
1: know where to find Kat for more information. We will have links in the show notes. And we look forward to our next interview that will air next Tuesday. So every Tuesday we have these dropping in the new year. Until then, think outside of the box and don't be afraid to reach your audience in new and creative ways. Thank you, Kat.
0: You're welcome. Cardinal Rule Press offers a variety of support to authors, booksellers, librarians, and families. Find out more... At cardinalrulepress.com.